0: What's up you guys welcome to another episode of Constance the podcast. I'm your host Constance Annan. No theme song today because we are doing cliff notes the Constance way Y'all know i've been reading the book of by jesus and the subtitle is how god tricked me into the life of my dreams It is written by yvonne orgy. If y'all don't know who yvonne orgy is you've been living under a rock clearly She plays molly in, in- or she played Sadly that show no longer airs or no longer exists. Anyways She played molly in insecure and um Now she's written a book. She's also pursuing a a career in comedy and she's doing quite well. So shout out to her, but really shout out to God because God is the one who told her to take the route of comedy. Quick little brief summary. She is from a Nigerian household. She's first generation Nigerian resonated with me because I'm first generation Ghanaian. Anyways, all Africans know your parents want you to go to school, to be a doctor, to be a lawyer. You can't do anything outside of those prestigious high paying careers because that's not why they came to America. So she was she was in pursuit of being a doctor. After going to school for all that shit, she realized that wasn't something she wanted to do. And God was pushing comedy in the in her forefront. Now she was a little on the fence about comedy because she was like, "Why the fuck would I do comedy if I'm not funny?" But I mean, God made a way, and shook out the funniness in her and now she's a comedian okay so love the book love the story so many gems I don't know where to even fucking start to give y'all a breakdown I have so many notes written down but I don't even think I'm going to cover all the notes I've gone through my notes and I've highlighted some things so that's what I'm going to share with you really love this book shout out to you Yvonne and I think that anybody first of all I don't think you need to be pursuing an entertainment career to take gems from this book. I don't think this book is only for those pursuing an entertainment career. I think this is a great book for anybody trying to walk in their faith with God. We all know faith can be a little bit rocky, especially when life is one heck of a journey. And sometimes it's hard to see God in the motion through all the turmoil and troubles that we experience. And so I think it's great that she was able to recap a crazy seven period journey where you see her struggling whilst walking in her faith. And, um, you see her achieving the dreams and becoming who she is, like who we see her to be now. Um, anyway, so I resonated with the book because I am pursuing an entertainment career. So I really love that. And let's get into it. All right. Chapter one. I am what I am. I have written Saul to Paul. I don't know. if y'all, First of all, it was dope, too. She references the Bible a lot. Like y'all know I love to call myself a ratchet Christian. I ain't. The best Christian in the world. But I don't think that's what God has called me to do. And we see here in the Saul to Paul reference, for those of y'all that don't know Saul, Saul was a Christian killer. The nigga was killing Christians. Okay, Not only was he killing Christians, but God saw him and decided to use him to become a messenger for God. God can take you from where you are and make you something else to fulfill his purpose for you. I love it because it's like you don't have to be perfect in order to be used by God and God can use anybody. And it's okay to reinvent yourself. God, I think, is going to be constantly trying to form you, push you, shape you, mold you into who he needs you to be to fulfill his purpose for you. So don't be afraid of change. Fuck the people that don't accept the change. And uh, side note, this is not what fuck Yvonne said. She just talked about being who you are and being okay with with, um, the person that God is reinventing you to be. And allowing God to align you, to align your life, your character, your person, and who he needs you to be. That's what he's talking about. I'm going to tell you how I'm applying this shit to my life, right? Okay. So uh, just be, just, just, I think, I think that this book does a good job of reminding you to be okay with the changes that God is taking you through personality wise. Lifestyle wise, faith wise, I think God is, again, going to be pushing you to become the best version of you because he's trying to use you to fulfill something so much greater than you can even imagine. So um, that chapter one just talks about understanding who you are, understanding that who you are is a lot greater than anything you could have imagined. And uh, there was something that I have written here. Our dreams are attached to the benefit of others. And I've said this before, I think that it's important that we realize that we're just a part of a bigger picture. You know, our life is playing a role in someone else's life and someone else is playing a role in your life. It's all a fucking domino effect. Nobody is just here alone on their own. We're all serving a greater purpose. And so I think it's just cool to, to to realize and remember that we all are playing parts in other people's lives. Your dream is connected to someone else's dream. I mean, and I think that's a great reason to never give up on your dreams because someone is betting on you. Somebody is watching you and the likes of me and my life. Somebody is probably sitting back watching this podcast like, yes, I can fucking do what the fuck I want to do. I hope that's what that does for y'all. I hope that when y'all see me get on here every day, it pushes you to remind yourself that you can do whatever you want to do. And not only that, but you, you, well, maybe that is only that. You can do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. And because I do it, that means you can do it. And if I can follow my dreams, you can follow your dreams, baby girl. Follow your dreams. Okay. So that was chapter one. Um, let's see what else I have in here. Chapter two is playing your position. I have here God wants to use you to mold you into a better version of yourself. And to have you have a deeper understanding of him. I think that's what I just recapped in the other chapter. But essentially just understanding that there's that there's just such, there's so much more to us than we can understand. And I think the fact that we, fulfill, the, I think the fact that our purpose is so much greater than we can imagine should add a sense of confidence to who we are and how we see ourselves. You know, we are made in God's image. And to understand that we are divinely made, and not only divinely made, but serve a big purpose should be enough for us to boast about. And when you boast in it, it's boasting in God's glory. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily boasting in it and saying, F you, I'm better than you. That's not the energy you're supposed to have, but just understanding that you play a big role. So this is just more uh, more incentive to love yourself, okay? Um, I also have highlighted that God's strategic placement. Is more superior than looks and talent. And I think that's a big one. I remember one time I was sitting with some friends and I told them that I wanted to be on TV. First of all, I said I was gonna be famous. Y'all know I've always had big dreams. I want to be on TV, have my talk show, be famous. I remember somebody was like, Well, you know, I've talked to another friend and they said it was pretty hard, especially for dark skinned girls, yada yada. Like all of that shit goes in one ear and out the other. If God calls you to it, God's gonna make sure that you can fucking do it. You get what I'm saying? There is no need to be worried about, oh, I don't look like Susie, so I can't get it. Oh, I'm not as good as Susie, so I can't get it. That's not how it works. And who's in charge here? Susie or God? God dominates and runs everything. So if he called you to it, it's for you. Understand that everything you're doing is falling in accordance with what God has planned for you. And the end goal is going to be so much greater than the beginning, than the middle, than anything you could have imagined. It's going to be so much greater than what Susie fucking thinks. Okay? Okay? Don't worry about your looks. Don't worry about your talent. God is molding you and preparing you for where you need to be to do what you need to do to get to where he needs to get you to. Right. Okay. I also have here, God needs us to be available and and he needs our willingness to be used. God wants to use us. But the great thing about God is like you do have a say in whether or not you can go along with his plan or not. And so if you want to be used by God and you want God's glory to shine through you, be willing and available for him to use you. Okay, I think it's amazing that we serve a God that really allows us to to have a say in what we do. We have full control of our lives, but he's extending you a hand, you know. And the hand is in favor. The hand is for our own benefit. If we choose not to take it, I don't think God's going to cry about it. All right. (laughs) Um, Just know that you have a say and that God just wants you to be willing and available for his use. I have written here I don't think she refers to this in the book But this is something that I always remember That God will choose someone else If you aren't disobedient If you are disobedient to what he's calling you to do I always think about Saul and David Um, In the Bible Everybody knows King David Before King David, Saul was king Now Saul wasn't really doing what God needed him to do And so God said, you know what Your time will come to an end And David will swipe in and do what he needed to do And David came in and did what he needed to do Until David started, you know fucking up and doing whatever he was doing but god i mean david was still favored by god david is dave i always if there was one person that i admired in the bible it was it's david because david had faith like no other david was bold david was courageous and all of that was in god like his his boldness was in god like he knew that he could do something because god had prepared him for it i fuck with that okay anyways Oh, I got this highlighted. Don't miss out on your blessing because you're stuck in between logic and reason. It's so just what I was talking about. Somebody saying something like, oh, darks and girls, it's hard for darks and girls to prevail in the industry. Why would I sit and waste my time thinking about what the industry has to say about me when God has the final say and where I get to go? Don't let logic and reason stop you from getting to your destination point. God is in full control and when you serve a living, uh, excuse me, God is in full control. And when you serve a living God, the possibilities are endless. Don't hold yourself back or prevent yourself from getting somewhere because you think it might not work. Flip your perspective. Y'all know, I talked to y'all about how I think we're, I like to look at life as if we're the storytellers of our own story. You get to flip the, the narrative. So she talks about, instead of saying, what if it doesn't work? Think about what if it does work? Flip your perspective, be positive, And remember, God called you to do it. So that alone is enough reason for you to believe that it's already for yours. It is yours. It's already for you. And it is yours. Go after it boldly. Okay. And then I have, high- I have highlighted here, God's ability. God's ability Plus, your availability equals infinite possibilities. Yvonne said that, not me. Shout out to her. Okay. Ooh, I have highlighted here. What happens when you don't have support? We just talked about God calling you to the forefront. And I've never even mentioned this before. Like, I've never really thought about it like this before. But to say that you don't have support, to be crying about not having support, But then to realize that God called you to like, okay, when you realize God called you to something, who cares if Susie, Sally, your mom, your dad ain't supporting you? They can't see the vision. It's not their vision. This is something that you and God agreed on. This is something that you and God have said is going to be done through you. Who cares if other people don't support you? You got to walk boldly and knowing that Christ has called you to do something so Amazing that, of course, no one else can fathom. No one else can uh, can 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 see that it's possible because they're not you. The only support you need is support and approval from God. Once you have God's approval, that's all the assurance you need. And I love that perspective because it's like, all right, God said I could do it. I'm gonna set out and I'm gonna do it. I don't care how many no's I get. I don't care how many what people have to say because God has the final Say, didn't okay, love that. Got this highlighted. We're designed to be great, we're made in God's image. I already, I already talked about it, but that's something to boast in to know that God handpicked you, to know that God made you, to know that God said, I want you to do this specific thing that no one else can do. That's something to be proud about, to boast in, to be excited about. That should build up your confidence. In your ability to do whatever God has set you to do. He called you for it. He'll never call you to do something that you can't do. He knows you. He knows your thoughts. He loves you. He picked you out because you're the perfect one for this. Be bold about it. That's what I'm saying. I fuck with David because David said, I mean, I was slinging bears and lions. I could handle Goliath. Goliath ain't nothing to a lion. God trained me. God moved me. I knew my place before. I'm ready to do this now. Let's do it. I could fuck with it. Okay. Ooh, we got this. Your hurdles may seem new, but you've seen them before. The devil is constantly repurposing the same tricks. This is why I'm always talking to y'all. When I see BS, it's easy for me to identify it in all different types of forms because I've seen it before. That's so pitiful. The devil be thinking he's doing something, but honey, I done seen this yesterday. I seen it last week. I seen it last year. All the hurdles that you're going through are things that you have dealt with before. The same way I talked about David knowing that he could beat a bear yesterday, so he could definitely beat Goliath today. We're being trained prepared I'm gonna say train. God is constantly putting us and I say God too because at the end of the day I don't even like to give the devil too much power the devil ain't got shit on me um anyways but we're constantly going through these life lessons and the benefit of these life life lessons tribulations is to take lessons from it and and apply them the next time we see them When you say you think about all the things we've been through, it's like, okay, I've definitely done this before. I can handle it. And if I haven't done this exact thing before, at least I know what I'm capable of defeating. So that's enough for me to stand back up on my two feet and do what I got to do to get past this. You know? Like, I guarantee you, I'll never be homeless again in Jesus' name. But if I ever got to anything that was hard, I'll remind myself, look, I done been homeless before. I could do this. And God forbid if I ever got homeless again, I don't know how to get back up quicker. But I I'm never gonna go through that again. But you know what I'm saying? You can you can get through whatever trials and tribulations you're facing today. You've done, you've dealt with a lot worse, you've seen a lot worse. God has prepared you for this moment. Walk in faith, not fear. Okay. How y'all liking the cliff notes? I hope y'all liking them. I'm looking through it. I feel like I'm saying a lot of the things. I thought I was going to go chapter by chapter, but it's given just saying whatever I see and speaking on it because a lot of the things that I wrote down in later chapters, I've already said in the other chapters. So yeah, bear with me, y'all. Oh, I really love this. Okay. This was in chapter eight. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. First of all, that message alone on its own makes sense. Staying ready, making sure you're ready to, to receive the blessings God has set for you. I have highlighted here, generate your own ideas and see if God rocks with them. If he does, then go. If he doesn't go back to the drawing board, I could fuck with it because I feel like there are a lot of times where we're all, we're just sitting, waiting for God to give us something. I know I've been in situations where I'm sitting on my bed. I'm praying like, God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And it's like, damn, have you done everything that you needed to do? Have you done everything that you could do? Have you, have you come to God with all of your ideas? And I sit and I think to myself and I'm like, no, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. So I'll take some action. And bringing God things that I think, not even in bringing God, but like, I'll take some action in what I think I need to do, right? And either I get the approval, God will say, yeah, and that'll take me to the next step. Or God will be like, nah, try again. And I'll just go back and try it again. Rather than just sitting around waiting for something, I think the 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 thing we need to realize is that we have the ability to. Come up with things that can get us to the next step. Like, God is not trying to make life hard for us than it needs to be. He's given us the tools, right? He's equipped us. So, utilize those tools. Utilize your brain. Utilize your past experiences. Utilize the people that you know. See what... Try to come up with things that you can do to get you to the next point. All right? It may, it may seem hard, but it's not hard. What do I have here? Have an active participation in the events in your life like stay ready don't be afraid to come to God and say God can I do this or here not even I mean yeah you could ask but I'll be like I did this how is it you know for, that's the simple as like filling out a job application saying that you want to work in a career path and filling out a job application to, to get to that career path because you think that might work and either you get the interview or you don't get the interview if you don't get the interview not a bad thing because God's like nope that's not it I got something better for you or you get the interview and then you get the job and it's like alright boom you." One step closer to where you need to get to. You get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I hope that that was a good example. Ooh, okay. We got here. Chapter 11, fear is food poisoning, but regret is herpes. Food poisoning because it's curable. Herpes, uncurable, right? Who wants to fucking regret stuff? Y'all know I am not fond of regret. I'll do what I need to do. Just so that I can say I did it so that tomorrow I'm not like, dang, excuse me, dang, I should have did this. I'm not fond of regret. Um, I think she says in her book, I hate regret more than I hate fear. And that is 100% true for me. I do not ever want to regret not doing anything because I really believe doing is like the easiest thing. Starting is always just that. that's like the easiest thing. It's sticking it out that you have to worry about. Am I Can I stick it out? You can't stick it out. But the easiest thing is starting. You want to do something, get that shit done. Get it done today. That's going to be the easiest shit that you can do. Rather than sitting around thinking about what if it don't work? What if it don't work? What if it don't work? What if it does work? What if that's what you need to get to the next stage? But you sitting around thinking about, oh, I can't do it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I ain't going to like it. Oh, it's crazy how we could really talk ourselves into believing a bunch of shit that hasn't even happened yet. And instead of thinking positively about the things that could happen, we worried about what might happen, what might go wrong. And who cares if it goes wrong? At least you learned that it went wrong so you know not to do that again. You get what I'm saying? I think regret really is worse than fear. And so to anybody that needed to hear that, stop walking in fear and start doing because that fear will lead you down a rabbit hole to regret and when you regret some shit baby i mean ain't nothing you can do you regret it because you already missed the opportunity who wants to be the person that missed out on the opportunity to do something to get them to their purpose to get them to where they need to get to to get them to live in their dreams come on oh i really like this chapter chapter 13 the way up is down be a value-added in any space that you occupy. In order to get to the top, you have to start at the bottom. And Always do your best as if you're working for a guy. I think I've struggled with that, especially in my workplace, like in um, employment, like in corporate America. Y'all know I talked to y'all about how much I hate corporate America. And I do try to be the best employee possible. But sometimes I get in that headspace where I'm like, I should be doing something so much greater than this. And then I start giving the work. I start producing lackluster work and I lose that sense of being humble because I feel like I deserve so much more. And I think that that's, that is my flaw, something that I need to work on. Um, it's a detriment to me because we always talk about like networking. And first of all, we always talk about networking and okay, maybe the corporate America boss that I got isn't going to I can get me into the entertainment industry, but to have that reference or to do so, yeah, I'm saying to have that reference, but or to do so well with that person that they connect me to someone else, they get to talking to me, want to know more about me, ask me, Constance, what do you do? And they're like, Oh, I got someone that can help you. You know, you, need, you just never know. I think always being the best version of yourself and operating in the highest. Form of stuff at all times is only going to be a benefit to you. You always want people to say good things about you. And Not because you want people to like you, but because why wouldn't you do your best work at all times? Literally, why wouldn't you? And I think it's also a wake-up call to me to say that, okay, I want to do uh, X level of work. Like, I want to be an entertainer. But I, re- I do believe that entertainment will be a very challenging industry for me. And if I can't even work the simple job that I think that I have because it's so stupid, if I can't do that work... And do it well. How am I going to do the work that I wouldn't do well? You know what I'm saying? And that's beyond it. Just I think being humble everywhere and understanding that you do have to start from the bottom. You're not always going to start at the top, and 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 don't be don't be. What am I trying to say? Don't lack in gratitude. That's really what it is, and and I definitely tend to lack in gratitude when I go to work because I feel like I should be doing something more than what I'm doing. And I'm not appreciating that that's a part of my journey, and I'm not appreciating that God put me in that office for a reason. I don't know what I'm in the office for, and that's another thing I'm missing out on why I was even there. Um, I'm, I've been blessed, um, in the past to work for like smaller corporations, and I talk about wanting to be a CEO, wanting to be the owner of something, and, and I missed out on opportunities to. I, I feel like I do, I do do this, but not as much as I could have, but like even small things, like paying attention to how. The company is ran so I can implement things that I like and things that I don't like into my future businesses. Just things like that. Like there's always something good in what you're doing and where you are. Don't lose sight of that. Don't operate from a place without gratitude. Don't operate without gratitude. Always be grateful. Okay. And and just be a value add in every space that you occupy. That's something that I I've, when I read that it's been on my heart heavy. Like the next opportunity the next opportunity that I have. Even if it's not what I envision. I'm going to do my best at all times. And, so, and that's something I'm doing with this podcast too. I don't know who's coming in contact with the podcast. But every time I produce. I try to do my best work. And and anytime I go and I meet somebody. I, I'm okay with being a servant in their space. I'm okay with like humbling myself down. And not being that person that's. Oh I do this. I do that. I do this. I do that. Just being very humble. And just. And, and just understanding that the only way up is down chapter 13 it's a good read i'm telling y'all Ooh, i think do we do we need to do a. do we need to do a brief intermission how many more chapters i got i got a few more chapters let's do a brief intermission all right we'll, we'll run the brief intermission. we'll come back i'm still sitting here trying to think should i do an advice column submission today I don't know. Run a brief intermission. We'll be back. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in. All right, two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, I'm back, y'all. Before we hop into the next chapter, I did want to read off the notes that I have from the last one. It says, don't miss out on your next big thing because you're only focused on what an opportunity could produce in the moment. Again, operating from that place without gratitude. And then lastly, do things that will guarantee you return to the minds of people when they think of someone kind, hardworking, generous, and willing to go the extra mile. Really good takeaway point okay um those are those are uh quotes from her book i'm telling you the book is good all right chapter 14 one thing i have highlighted is god will make sure you are exactly where you need to be she tells a story about how she met chris rock and um all in all it was just understanding that that something so grand that she could have imagined that she couldn't have imagined was orchestrated by God you'll never miss out on an opportunity that's meant for you that's one thing I do wholeheartedly wholeheartedly believe and so anytime I'm like worried about something or I feel like I missed out on something I always challenge myself and I question myself and I sit with myself and ask myself why God would let me miss out on something that was for me so that's something to keep in the back of your mind God God um God faith Excuse me. God's favor knows where to find you. That's something she said too. like, don't stress. You just continue to do what you can do in your moment. And God's going to make sure you get to where you got to get to. He's always working. He is always working behind the scenes, even when we don't realize it. Ooh, chapter 15. Put me in, coach. I have written. Not every no is meant to block your blessings. Sometimes it's meant to. I'm stalling because I'm like, what did I write down? Sometimes it's meant to divert you to your blessings. Surrender to God's instructions. Yes, surrender to God's instructions. Like I said, let's say you apply for a job, right? And you really want this job. You swear that this is the job you're going to get and you don't get the job. Don't mope about it the next day. You didn't get that job because that means God didn't want you to work in this place. God saw something better for you. There's something else out there that really got your name on it. And it's so... Easy to try to bully yourself back into a position, constantly emailing the, the recruiter, asking why you didn't get the job, calling up the company, trying to see why you didn't get the job. I don't think you'll ever have to fight hard for something that's for you. I don't think God is trying to make life harder for us than it needs to be. Have you ever noticed whenever you got something, it was just so easy to get it? Like Anytime you got something that, that was really meant for you, it just came with ease. Don't struggle for that shit. I don't think you gotta struggle for that shit. Don't don't overdo it and don't don't kill yourself trying to pull yourself into things. Really surrender to what, like when God says no, it's for your benefit. Surrender to the no. Go to the next thing. Don't dwell on it. Don't try to fight for it. This is for anything. I mean, this is for careers. Y'all know I've always been talking about relationships. Like this, this is that's one thing. God is definitely not trying to make life any harder for you than it needs to be. He's looking out for you at all times. So surrender to his instruction. Do what he says. Be obedient to his word and everything that you need. uh, Everything that's supposed to be for you will find you in due time. Okay. Um, She said in the book and I wrote it down. God is setting the stage for your breakthrough. Like everything is being orchestrated for your benefit. Don't stress. Don't worry. Don't cry. Don't be sad. It's all going to come together for your good. Have faith. Trust God. And again, surrender to his instruction. That no that God is telling you is for your good. That no is for your protection. That no is exactly what you needed to hear in that moment. Be grateful for it. I'm telling you, gratitude is one heck of a thing. When you operate in with gratitude from a place of gratitude, you don't worry on what you don't have because you realize that you have everything that you need to have in this very moment. Okay. Chapter 16, focus on your focus. Focus on perfecting your craft. That's a big one. It it goes back to stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Why not perfect your craft? Why not make sure you're the best at what you can do? Why not make sure you're doing it to the best capacity that you can do it at? While you're waiting for God to set that stage for you to take off, make sure you're getting good at what you're doing. That's what we call faith without work is dead. Making sure you're doing everything. that I mean, obviously, To walk in faith, you got to do what you got to do to get there. But I think part of what you got to do is making sure that you are proving to yourself and to God that you're equipped for this shit. And to be equipped for this shit, you're getting better at this shit. Shout out to me podcasting every day. Shout out to anybody that's putting in that effort every day, even after that hard day of work. After that long eight hours, 12 hours, 10 hours at your work, at your job, you came home and you did what you needed to do because that's what you and God said you needed to do to get to where you got to get to. Focus on your focus. That's chapter 16. Other bullet points I wrote down is God will make sure you don't miss out on what's for you. Ooh, this is a good one. What you focus on will expand. And it will either enlarge in your territory or deflate your drive. If you focus on that negativity, focus on what you don't got, focus on what you think you can't do, that is going to expand. You're going to fall and believe in it. And as you fall into believing it, you will stop pursuing it because fear is now driving you. But if you give and you feed and you focus on what you can do and you focus on the good that will expand and you'll be operating from a place of gratitude and good will find you. Okay. I'm telling y'all the book is good. Look, she even talked about gratitude. I didn't get to that point, but she talked about gratitude. Um, I got this one. Bentley's don't go on sale. And then I wrote, I deserve the best. Excuse me, I deserve God's best. Don't shortchange yourself. How you view yourself with a sermon, how others view you. I think that's a good thing too. Realizing your worth, knowing your worth, knowing your worth and not backing down on it. I think in this book, she gave an example of how she was trying to get a contract. A company was trying to play her on a contract. She was like, nah. Even though she needed the money, she was like, nah, I ain't gonna do it. I'm gonna wait till I get something that's that's fitting for me. And the company kept coming back, kept coming back, kept coming back. It still wasn't the offer she was looking for. She was hitting them with no, no, no's, no's, and no's. And then the final offer was everything that she could have wanted, everything that she could have imagined. That's that's another thing to go back to. What's for you will come and find you. Like, you ain't gotta be upset that you declined something because it wasn't fitting to what you wanted. Uh, you set your standard, high, And remember, you a child of God. God's voucher for you. God's gonna make sure you can get what you want. So don't, shortchange yourself don't 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 limit yourself to to an ain't shit option because you feel like that's the only thing you're gonna get why would god only give you something that doesn't why would god give you something that doesn't fully satisfy everything you want you know i hope that makes sense i hope how i said it made sense it made sense to me This is the last thing that I'm going to say. Chapter 23 is the last chapter of the book, I think. It's the last chapter I took notes on. But I have here, it says, evolve to be used by God to fulfill your destined purpose. Excuse me. It all goes back to to your willingness and availability to be used by God. Um, Realizing that the trials and tribulations that you're going through are lessons preparing you for the next stage in your life. Realizing that God is really doing everything he can do in his power to get you to the end goal. So allow yourself to evolve. Be comfortable with the evolution of you. Love this new version of you as you walk into your purpose. And understand that you will not be the same person that you were in the beginning because God is shifting and changing you to be who he needs you to be to fulfill the role that he needs you to fulfill. So I think the book was a really good book. That was Cliff Notes the Constance way. I gave y'all the fastest rundown that I could give y'all without keeping y'all here forever. Get the book. You can listen to it on Audible like I did. Again, it's Bamboozled by Jesus. How God tricked me into the life of my dreams is by Yvonne Orgy. It's like 17 bucks on Amazon. It's a good read. Y'all get into it. Really love the book. I think it's going to be one of those books that I constantly revisit. She makes a lot of references to the Bible. So this, this was like my substitute for reading the Bible. Um loved it really good book it, it got me to even open up the Bible to reread on something so she mentioned some verses, some books some characters. I'm like, okay hold on let me let me let me let me get right let me know exactly what she's talking about. It was a good book, and again, I don't think it's only for those in in, a, in an entrepreneurial or entertainment lifestyle anybody can apply this this um book to their life. so shout out to Yvonne shout out to God for using Yvonne to give us a story and uh we got an advice column submission y'all i'm gonna read the advice column submission then i'm gonna wrap up today's episode and i will see you in tomorrow's episode okay today's advice column submission reads and it's actually an advice column submission so shout out to you dear constance hi constance i really enjoy your podcast and i was happy to see you were open to giving advice what's up girl i try to make this as short as possible my mom passed away summer of 2019 from breast and bone cancer. She left a paid off, fully furnished, fully functioning home to me and my two adult sisters. My older sister took who I feel has always had issues with her, mom, with my mom growing up, feeling unloved and not included by my mom. Decides that we need to get rid of the home and sell it because she doesn't want to have that memory anymore. She has sold and given away everything in the home and actually never even lived in this home as a kid. She got into an argument with my mom and excuse me, she got into an argument with she got into an argument with my mom when she was 17 and went to stay with my dad. My younger sister is a spineless turncoat that just goes along with whatever because she can't handle being accountable for not making a clear decision about anything. So the two of them agreed to want to sell, and I said I didn't want to sell and asked them to give me more time to figure out what I wanted to do. My older sister took me asking for more time as an attack to her and sued me to force my consent to sell because in law terms, majority rules, the judge ordered that the home will go for sale at auction in Louisiana. And it's been about five months since the ruling with no definitive date. I think it'll be a sad, sad thing to sell the home. But for the past year and a half, I've been fighting with my sisters to retract the court petition and let's figure out a way to all get what we want. Not only did they decline, but they are now asking for 80K apiece to retract the petition. The house ain't even worth 160K, but they want me to come up with that. A single, struggling kindergarten teacher and a mother of two. At this point, I've applied for two mortgage loans. I got a second job and I've been living in Louisiana taking care of the home, paying the taxes and maintenance while my kids are, in, are with their dad in another state. I really, really want to keep the home, but I'm sacrificing a lot of myself to keep it. Should I continue to figure out ways to keep the home, get a lawyer, or should I allow it to go to auction and be forever done with my sisters? Thanks so much for the time. I pray your podcast goes up as far as you can handle it. Much love. Shout out to you. Much love to you, too. This is sounding like a headache that you need not to have. Um, I feel like when something's for you, and something's meant for you, you won't have too much friction and trying to keep it i don't think you should have to struggle too much to keep something that's meant to be kept so i think you need to let go and i understand letting go is hard because it's sentimental to you i wouldn't want to give up something that was my mom's either i understand it but it's just causing you so much uh just so much you know you're 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 having to be involved with your sisters and it doesn't seem like i have the best relationship you're struggling financially to keep it. You have just got a lot going on. And I wouldn't take on this stress and strain to keep something that needs not to be kept. Sounds rough saying that, but tough situation. I think you just need to let it go. Put yourself first and putting yourself first in a way that makes sure you're taking care of your, your mental health, emotional health, your sanity. This house is causing you a lot of problems. It's not the actual house. I get it. Your sisters and all that shit that's that's connected to the house is what's, you the pro- is what's causing you the problems. But you don't need the problems. You need to be happy and healthy and, and, and don't worry. Pray to God about your final decision. But I think God is going to tell you to let it go and let God and, and focus on whatever you need to focus on to get right mentally. I'm really sorry you're dealing with this. I love you. I appreciate you for the kind words. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for entrusting me with this. I gotta ask though. Next time you got something along, give me a call, 240-587-3186. That was a long one to read. Um, if you guys have advice for this person, please leave them down below in the comment section. It was a lot. I hope I got everything that you needed to do. I would just get rid of the house. Like, it's just a lot for you. It is it is a lot. And then once you're done with the house, you can be done with your sisters, and now you have peace. Peace is so important to me. And again, it just wouldn't be too hard to keep something you're supposed to keep. If you're supposed to keep it, God would have been like, Aunt, whatever the sisters is trying to file ain't going through and you're going to get what you want. But because it's a lot of tension, friction, that's God's way of letting you know, boom, boom, let it go. Y'all ever notice, I think I, t- I talked about this when we went over the book, but like when something is for you, it's just so easy to get it. You ain't got to fight for the shit that's for you. God will just deliver that shit on a silver platter ready for you to use. Hot, warm, and ready. I told you, life ain't supposed to be difficult. So when it's difficult, that's God intervening, trying to say, "Nope, this ain't the way." And like the book said, surrender to God's instruction. God's know is sometimes protection. God's know, however you want to look at it. At the end of the day, it's exactly what you need to hear in that moment. It's the best thing for you. All right, let's end to today's episode. I love you guys i appreciate you guys again if you need advice give me a call 240-587-3186 if you want to leave a typed up submission please let it be short click the link down below in the if it's typed click uh <laughs> if it's typed let it be a little bit short leave it down in the description box um or click the link in the description box that'll take you to my advice column there you can leave an anonymous submission or click the link in my instagram bio again shout out to the person that left this love you appreciate you uh, and then again call me leave your voicemails 240 we play the voicemails here and i give you advice on the next podcast episode leave today's episode a review and a rating I'm trying to get 15 by the end of the month y'all playing games with me on that one um follow me on instagram at constance follow me on tiktok at Constance the Pod, follow my personal pages, at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A, follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter. This is a visual podcast, so if y'all, I I appreciate whoever sat through it and watched the video, but if you wanted to peruse around on your phone, you could have did that. Search for Constance the Podcast on Spotify, or on the Apple Podcast app, You'll find me and you can listen to me on the go. If you're listening to Consist the Podcast, if you're listening to Consist the Podcast on audio platforms and you want to watch me, it's on YouTube. Just search for Consist the Podcast. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I will see you in tomorrow's episode. I'm like pausing because I'm like, is there anything else I gotta say? Y'all know I'll be straight. Oh, screenshot this. Hold up. Screenshot this. Post it on your Instagram story. Let me know you made it this far. Tag me at Consist the Pod. It's Sunday, y'all. Get y'all food together. Get y'all denters. Get y'all desserts. Y'all know Bad Boys Club LA come on tonight. That's the only show coming on right now. Let me know what shows I got to get into. I told myself I would watch more Candy and the Gang. We'll see. Oh, my God. Did y'all know Fairly Odd Parents is back on? Well, not back on, but it's on Netflix. I've been watching that a lot lately, Fairly Odd Parents. That's a funny show. Um. All right. We'll end today's episode. And I'll see you guys in tomorrow's episode. Peace. 240 587 If you need advice, I'm the girl to call Constance. The podcast got you all. And it's two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. Two four zero five eight seven three one eight six.